Hey y'all, welcome to the Moving with Millennials podcast with your favorite millennial realtors. We are four top producing agents in the DFW area and we are ready to share the good, bad, and the real life of real estate. Whether you're thinking about getting into real estate, already an agent, or just curious about what your agent really does, join us. Tune in every Wednesday to see what it's really like to be on this side of the transaction. Hey y'all, welcome to this week's episode of Moving with Millennials. This week, we're going to tackle one of our, I think, most frequently asked questions that we get when we're working with buyers and when we're working with sellers on what exactly is supposed to stay and what's supposed to go when you're selling your house. So Maggie and I are going to dive into different parts of the contract, actually, and also talk a little bit more about like what actual items need to stay what needs to go, and then even give you guys some tips on what to do if you're wanting to keep some of those items there. Yes. So, For sure. do you get this question a lot? All the time. This is like, every time I show a house, I have this conversation with buyers because it's just such a, yeah, just... It's one of the most frequently asked questions for buyers. And then on listing appointments, I also, we always talk about exclusions, what they plan on keeping. Mm -hmm. Sellers want to keep like fancy chandeliers, stuff like that. Um, So yeah, Yeah. it's definitely. definitely Well, I think this is, yeah, it's definitely an important topic to have a conversation with your, your agent on, like you just mentioned, like, and we'll talk about like chandeliers in more detail in a little bit. But like, it's important to talk about what you want to take with you because there are some items on here on this list that you may not realize actually need to stay with the house that you plan on taking. And if you do take out some of these items, you know, upon move out before closing and when the buyer comes in expecting those items to be there, you may end up having to purchase those items for the buyer. I know me as an agent, I've had to, I've made the mistake of, We'll talk about how that mistake came about, but I made the mistake of not including some of these things um, or having that conversation. So I've had to buy some items. So I've learned the hard way to make sure you're having that conversation with your client on what's staying, what's going and making it very clear. Yeah. I recently had a buyer. We did the final walkthrough. We noticed something was missing that was not in exclusions. We can Uh talk later on it, but it was right before closing and the seller had to go buy this item and go put it back. Um, but that's also why you always do a walkthrough is because you're making sure everything's there. It's in relatively good, same condition or better. Yep. Yep. A huge part of that step. Yeah. And I think we also need to preface this conversation with we're in Texas. So I know in some States, um, some of these items that we're going to talk about that stay actually don't stay in other States. I know I've had like people from Louisiana say, well, the oven you know, isn't included in the sell the house. And I'm like, what? Like what? it's that's definitely crazy. included here. Yeah. Yeah. And ovens for sure. Like that's like required for VA and FHA too. Like yeah. appraisal will yeah. uh, call that out. Yeah. Um, that's so funny. Yeah. So depending on what state you're in, it could change, but we're in Texas. So obviously we're going to talk about Texas. So let's start with the things that are going to not stay with the property and that would go with the seller. So the first thing on this list that we have, um, I think, feel like this one's kind of one of the more obvious ones, but table lamps. Yes. So like, obviously, a table lamp is not attached to the house. Even if you have, I know sometimes people have like the freestanding lamps um, and they're plugged into, you know, one of the outlets to where you have to flip a switch on and off mm-hmm. to turn on that lamp. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I know uh-huh. we have one in our house where there's like one of the switches operates that outlet. 
Um, and if I were to plug a floor lamp in there, um, while yes, that may be the only light that goes in, you know, that's going to be in that room, that lamp actually doesn't stay in the, right. um, with the property. It right. would go with the seller. Definitely. Yeah. Um, another one is a television. So, um, this is also one that gets talked about all the time because if it's mounted, the mount stays, but even yes. like on the seller side, I always put in exclusions like TV mount yes. and mounted TV or TV because it's such yes. a great area. Like, yes, that TV is attached, but that mount is the one that's attached. You can move the TV. That's physically but... attached. Yeah. Yes. Um, so a TV mount is secured to the wall. So that obviously stays, but if sellers want to take that with them, they would have to, uh, put that in exclusions. Um, I recently had a buyer that was excluded, obviously, or the, the TV mounts were excluded. The sellers were going to take them with them. And then like the day before closing, they were like, Hey, we don't want to mess up the walls. So, you know, we'll just leave them. So my buyers were happy about that, but yes, a TV does not stay with yeah. the property. Yeah, well. not yeah, not gonna lie. This is one that, like you said, was kind of gray area for me. And I do the exact same thing in the exclusions. If they want to keep the TVs and the mounts, like I always put TV mounts and TVs to be excluded. Yes. Um, because I always thought that televisions that were mounted were would stay. Like I think because I was doing that, I got in the habit of thinking it was going to stay. And so I learned really quickly that, wait a minute, like you said, the TV mount part stays, but not the TV. And so um, I had to make sure I did that. Otherwise, I might have had to buy a TV for someone. Yeah, right. (laughs) If I had, had, um, yeah, set that expectation with a buyer. But that's a great point. Yes. For sure. Um, Okay, so the next one on here are um, potted plants. So. I feel like this is also another gray area right? Part. because like, so my mom recently bought a house and in the, on, in the landscaping, the lady, the previous seller had done beautiful landscaping, so many potted plants, so many, like they were like potted plants, but they were literally like, it was part of the landscaping too. Yeah. Like it was, some of it was um like cactus or cacti, like they were um, potted and they were really huge, but they were a big part of the landscape and what made the backyard. So we really had to kind of pick apart piece by piece, like, hey, we just want to confirm like this potted, this, you know, huge potted cacti that takes up, you know, a huge part of this, you know, backyard, like you plan to leave this, correct? Because I mean, if she would have taken it, like this place would have been completely bare. So we did have to kind of pick apart like what's staying and what's going with the landscaping because Uh technically, and I told my mom, I'm like, she could take all of these potted plants unless, you know, we include them in a non-realty. So you just need to let me know like how important, because it was a big deal to her that some of these um, plants stayed. Now, like the little ones, like we understood that they would go um, and she was fine with that. The um, seller ended up actually leaving quite a few of the smaller planted ones as well. But I'm sure there was some that were kind of um, special to her that she um, she, uh, you know, just really wanted to take with her. So potted plants, depending on I feel like where they are or how big they are, yeah. can really be a gray area. Definitely. I've had sellers, too. Or I've also been on the buyer side where sellers have excluded uh, plants that were not in pots. but. Um, in the ground or whatever. And then I had a seller last summer, beautiful landscaping, like gardened all the time. She, we didn't put it in exclusions because she had already removed um, the plants that she was taking with her. 
so buyers didn't see it anyway, but yeah, you can take plants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, I mean, they're, yeah, if they're not physically attached now, if the, and maybe this is like what stays with the property, but if you have a plant that's literally growing into the ground, like that has to be either excluded that you're going to take yeah. it with you or it does technically stay. So that's what, yeah. Both of those scenarios, they were in the ground. Yeah. So it's Growing like obviously, yeah, yeah, then it needs to stay. Um, okay. So the next one, or actually let's do the next like two or three. So okay. bed, couch, dining room table. So furniture, like yeah. anything that's furniture related, like that's obviously not going to um, stay with the property. The only time I would say like a bed stays with the property. Well, you tell me like Murphy beds, sometimes the ones like, that, yeah. yeah, I would say those stay right. So I feel like it depends. Like I've seen some Murphy beds that aren't like attached to the wall. Like maybe they're mounted to the wall. Um, mm-hmm. Like you buy from Ikea or something like that. Like I have a friend that mounted one to the wall and it's a Murphy bed, but I wouldn't expect that to stay. Now I have also seen like built-in Murphy beds where it's like yeah. built-in shelving and it's like yes. pretty obvious, you know, it's even trimmed at the bottom. Everything is built in that. In that case, I would assume that it stays. So Again, that's where I get kind of like, I just want to confirm with the seller to make sure that this, you know, would stay because there are sometimes furniture that's mounted to the wall that it looks like it's, you know, built right. in, but it's just flush to the wall and mounted. So I, I don't feel like those normally stay. Yeah. So that's definitely a gray area with those. And I just thought of one, like I recently had a buyer, the, um, they had a, the seller had a wine cooler and it had a perfectly cut out place in the cabinetry. It looked uh, like it was yeah. secured to the cabinetry, but it actually was not. You could move it out. And I even asked James Tan and he was like, you know, I would think that that would stay because it has a special place in the uh, James Tan is our broker. It's a broker. Uh, yeah. It wasn't listed on exclusions, but they ended up taking it because, I mean, it was not secured to the cabinetry. We were going to try and negotiate it, but my buyers were just going to put a dishwasher in there instead because they didn't have a dishwasher. Um, but it's that's definitely a great. So James yeah. said that it doesn't stay. Well, he was kind of like he didn't really give me a straight answer, but he was just like he was just <laughs> like, hey, just tell the, yeah, he was just like, tell the listing agent, hey, like we assume this stayed because it looks to be part of the cabinetry. Um he was basically saying all of like how it looks, you would just assume because basically he was saying like, well, you don't want to go like mess with it, you know, and move it in and out. It's their property, you know, like just basically go to them and assume that it's built in. Cause that's what it looks like. Like if you look at the pictures, it looks like it's built in. What's the, that? Okay. I was just reading the contract because yeah, it says permanently installed and built in items. Like what is the definition of like built in? Okay. Yes. Because, because oven too, yeah. like you, you can, can move out an oven. oven. Yes. It's so not like, secured to the cabinetry. Yeah. So, so okay. So one of the things I was going to read this, so some of the um, exceptions. So it says certain items stay or go depending on whether they're permanently installed or built in. Freestanding clothes, washers and dryers go with the seller, but built in units would likely stay. So in my mind, I would have assumed I would have assumed just like you. I would have assumed that the mini fridge 
is built in and would stay with the property. Right. So there's where that's where like there's so much gray area with like what stays and what goes. Yeah. It, it, I feel like the bottom line with a lot of this is just making sure that you have it in writing. I think there's mm-hmm. no harm, and we'll talk about like what the non-royalty addendum is here in a minute, but I don't think there's any harm with like including things that technically should stay as part of the contract in a right. non-royalty just to have in writing, like just right. so everybody knows nobody's touching this mini fridge, like it's staying. Cause yeah, I right. think it should have stayed. So that's definitely right. yeah. And it's like different than like because we asked um Jake, I remember, and Jake was like, I would have thought it was just like a fridge. Like it's, yeah. you know, it doesn't stay. But the fact a fridge is a little bit different because, well, I don't know. Cause even if there's like a, you know, cutout in the cabinetry, you can definitely tell a fridge is not, or you can, in most houses, you can right. pull it in and out, which right. was kind of the case with the mini fridge. However, there wasn't a lot of gap. It yeah. just truly looked oh, like okay. it was it was yeah. built in, but it wasn't so, but still so actually um, on this graphic that um, I had put together at one point, I was kind of reading. So there's three factors that determine if something is permanently installed and built in. So the three things that you have to ask yourself are, how is the item attached? Will the property be damaged when it's removed? So mm-hmm. I feel like that's a big part of that. Is the item customized or standard for the property? I feel like that's huge. Like if it's custom fit yeah. like and it's like, you know, yes. meant to go there. I feel like that's huge. And, and that wine number- cooler was custom fit. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, yeah, otherwise you're having to find another mini fridge that fits exactly yes. cut out. Exactly. Which I feel like the mini fridges are kind of standard sizes, but yeah. I agree with you. And then the third question you have to ask yourself is, was the installation intended to be permanent or temporary? So in my mind, a mini fridge is meant to be permanent because if you take that mini fridge out and you have right. a hole in your kitchen, yes. I don't know. And this, the buyers actually didn't really want the fridge or the wine cooler. They just didn't want an eyesore of this open space. So then they were like, oh, well, we'll just put a mini fridge there, put a dishwasher yeah. in there. Oh. Because, yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, yeah. So I feel like it's, yeah, definitely gray area. Well, let's talk about, um, since we've already brought up fridge, so what does go with the seller? So a typical refrigerator, washer and dryer, those are probably the most three commonly asked items. Yeah. Those technically do not stay with the property. So the seller has all right to take all three of those, refrigerator, washer and dryer. If you, the buyer, want them to stay with the property, then of course you need to talk to your agent and make sure those are included in a non-realty um, as part of the sell. Um, some of the exceptions here, though, um, with washer and dryer, I have seen some incident incidences where um, there's like a built-in like kind of cubby. I, I don't, maybe not necessarily with the washer and dryer. With refrigerators, I've definitely have seen like the commercial grade like built-in refrigerators. They right. have like sometimes the cabinets that match flush with the other cabinets. So those built-in ones that are like permanently installed, that's a different story. Those would stay with the cell of the house. We're talking about, yeah, refrigerators, like your typical refrigerator. Even if you have a boxed-in cabinet, if you can move that refrigerator in and out, then it's not going to stay. So because of that exception, maybe that mini fridge wasn't supposed to be included. But again, that's a very gray area. It definitely was. I thought of it differently than just a regular fridge. Um, Because we don't like with the base or back to the oven, like we don't ever question if an oven is staying, even though it's not 
secure to the wall. I don't know. Um, But yeah, the fridge, washer, dryer, those are the most common things to either negotiate. Like most buyers want one of those three items and you can either, like Mariana said, talk with your agent to, um, you know, figure out if the seller will, if those are negotiable, if you, if the buyer can buy them, you know, sometimes they'll, uh, the seller will give them to the buyer comp or, you know, at, at no cost. Yeah. Or they'll, you know, charge them. But yeah. Yeah. So you have some options there. Either you can buy them from the the seller, you can negotiate it as part of the, you know, the offer price and offer terms. Um, so it just depends. Everything's negotiable in real estate, right? Everything. <laughs> Literally. Everything is negotiable. I get clients going through and they're like, can we negotiate this? couch this chair i like these curtains i'm like bam 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 yep it's all included um so yeah everything's negotiable um okay so then there's three other items that are outdoor items that would also go with the seller and do not stay with the sell the house that the lawnmower outdoor hammocks and patio grills so hammocks what are your thoughts on a hammock i have had where i have a client that has a pergola and they have a hammock that's like attached to the uh-huh. pergola. So it's not yeah. like freestanding. What are your thoughts on that going and staying? Ugh, I don't know. Uh, how is it attached? So like it's pro- it's like literally screwed into like the pergola. See, I would think, I would think, would it cause damage if you removed it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, then it would stay. Yeah, you would, if you removed like the screws, you know, or yeah. like the, yeah, the screws that like go into the. Yeah, pergola. Then yes, it would. So I agree. I think that if the um, hammock is attached to the actual pergola or the house itself in some way, or one of the structures of the property, I think it would stay with the house. Um, I think here, what would go would be like a if a hammock is like standing, that would definitely go with the sellers. Okay, so the. Patio grill. Yes, that's an, another gray one. I mean, obviously, if it's a movable, right? It's, if it's just like a regular grill that does not stay. But I've had listings where they've had like a built-in gas kitchen. Grill. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't even a kitchen. It didn't even really look. I don't know. It was. It definitely stayed because there was like a gas line permanently yeah. attached to the to the grill, and it was you know, in the, in the ground. So that obviously stayed, but. Yeah. So are you saying like the gas line was, you know, attached obviously to the house and then there was a freestanding. Um, it was, it was secured. The, okay. the, yeah. I mean, in my mind, a patio grill that would stay would have to be like, you know how people take like stone or brick and they build yes. do like a built in. Yeah. I, that definitely would stay. Even um, some people ask me, you know, a lot of people do like the built-in, like the green eggs. They build mm-hmm. those in or um, any, obviously anytime you have a sink, even outside, I know we were just talking about like mini fridges. I've seen like mini fridges out in outdoor mm-hmm. kitchens. Like to yeah. me, that would stay as well. Like those are all part of the built-ins. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So depending on if the yeah. patio grill, like you said, if the patio grill is like, just like a you know, regular, that, yeah, yeah. That rolls around like that would obviously go with the seller for sure. So, okay. Um, Bookcase. Oh, this is another great area. Yes, it is. And I just thought of one. Yeah. But it's hard. Cause like if they're like built, yeah, I don't know. Those well, heavy. Yeah. yeah. 
it goes back to, is it built in? Would it cause damage if it was removed? So like there's obviously built in bookshelves that mm-hmm. are literally trimmed and, you know, probably even like the paint maybe flows and it's completely caulked and sealed like along the yeah. edge of the bookcase. Like obviously those, those bookcases are staying, but mm-hmm. there are, you know, if you have like a regular freestanding bookshelf or bookcase, um, that would go with the seller. And yeah. I, I had one like last year. And they were not book. They were. It was like shelving, but they look. I don't know what Jake would know what these are called, but they're like bookshelves. <laughs> I don't know how to explain them. They're but they were secured to the wall, but I don't think they were screwed in. But it was like my buyer didn't want them anyway. But I was like, I would think that these stayed. We were doing the final walkthrough. They didn't take them with them. I mean, they did take them with them, but. My buyer didn't want it anyway, but I don't think I don't. It was one of those like mm, I don't know if this it wasn't excluded in the sale, but they truly looked like they were mounted to the so wall. They were but just they like shelves. Yeah, but they were they were secured to the wall. I mean, they were like. Well, that's like so right above me. So these are uh, like shelves. Yeah. So these are like pretty permanently installed in here now. Like these were heavily mounted. Like this is basically like a mantle fireplace. Yeah in the shelf form in my, you know, we have a couple of these throughout the house. So I would assume that these shelves would stay with my house. Like I wouldn't remove them because again, they would cause way too much damage to remove them. Right. And I can't remember if, um, I mean, when we, there wasn't any damage when they removed them. So I don't know if they like touched it up or what, but, or if they were just minorly, you know, just like a picture frame or like a mirror. Well, uh, that leads us to our last, um, I guess, item that would go with the seller and not stay with the house, our paintings and decorations. So, mm-hmm. yes, we were talking about, you know, if anything's permanently installed or would it cause damage if removed. But if you have any um, decor or picture frames or anything that's like screwed in, nailed into the wall, those would not stay with the property. Those are things that you would you would take with you. Um, but I always tell my sellers too, and maybe this is more of a courtesy and actually this is not something that's, I guess, contractually obligated of the seller to do, um, cause it's nowhere in the contract. But if you're going to remove, you know, a bunch of screws or nail holes or things that would cause, like, I would say if it's bigger than like, I would say if it's bigger, I don't know what, what reference size to give you, but if it's pretty big and noticeable, it's common courtesy that you you yeah. repair that, that damage. So we're going to talk about like what stays here in a minute. Um, but like the TV mount, for example, if you do choose to take that TV mount with you, it's going to cause some pretty big damage behind that TV mount. Yeah. Um, I would say it's pretty common courtesy to make that repair. Now, are you contractually obligated to make that repair? No. So that's where it does get kind of gray area where if you want them to you know, to repair any big holes from removing some of these items, then um, you need to make sure that that's in the contract. Right. For sure. Um, And this is kind of like random, but I just thought of like having the house cleaned when you move out is also common courtesy. Like it's not part of the contract, but (laughs) it's best practice. Uh, Not uh, related to what we're talking about, but yeah. So those are the things that are not included with the sale. 
And like sometimes on exclusions on MLS, agents will be like, excludes washer, dryer, fridge. And I'm like, why are you putting that there? Yeah. I are think you saying that, that those are negotiable? Because they are, but like they're obviously excluded from the sale. Right. Yeah. Um, and again, I don't think there's anything wrong with like over excluding or over, you know, yeah, including in a normal. Sure. Yeah. It's all about setting the expectation. I think that's the yeah. hardest part is making sure everybody knows, okay, here's what's actually staying. Here's what's going. Yeah. And I guess agents do that just to say like, these are not going to be negotiable. So right. don't ask. There's no yeah. question. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So let's talk about what stays with the property. Okay. So what stays? We've talked about a stove. This one is what we keep saying is the gray area or not a gray area. It's always assumed that it stays. It does stay. Um, even if it's not secured, most stoves are not secured to the cabinetry, but yes, a stove always stays. Um, and also built in microwaves. Yes. Built in microwaves. Um, and also a stove, like I recently had a seller, they did not have a stove. The tenants had moved out and I guess they got rid of the stove or it was older. So they weren't going to put a stove in. And I told them like, if we get a FHA or VA buyer, like Mm. you're going to need, the appraiser is going to call that out. So you might as well just get a stove and pay 500 bucks to, so that's what they did. Um, we ended up getting a VA buyer, um, which it all worked out. So they just had to put in like a stove of any kind. Yeah. Or, I mean, they did it before we contract or went under contract before we even listed, they went ahead and did it because that's always, yeah, best practice. I think you don't have to limit yourself to what buyers can purchase, but yeah, any um, permanently installed appliances, like Maggie was saying, stove, um, built in microwave, those all would stay. Yes. Um, okay. So I feel like this one's kind of obvious, but yeah. <laughs> I've actually had this come up before any wall to wall carpeting. So obviously the flooring <laughs> and the carpet yeah. need to stay in the property that is definitely permanently installed. Definitely would yes. cause damage if you pull it up. So if you are for some reason attached to your carpet and you want that to go, you need to make it clear that that's going to be leaving. Yeah. So. Oh gosh. Um, um Go ahead. The other part of this um, would be ceiling fans. So again, those are going to all be permanently installed or any kind of um, chandeliers and light fixtures. So anything permanently installed, light fixtures, those all need to stay with the property. Yes. Um, and you you brought this up, Maggie. Like sometimes that's actually one of the most common ones that sellers want to exclude. Um, and they want to take maybe a really pretty chandelier with them or something like that. So if you are going to exclude any of these things, I actually tell my clients, go ahead and remove the item before we list the property. Um, Because a lot of times people are referencing the photos, the listing photos on what's going to stay and what's going to go. So I would tell my client to go ahead and remove them, put in some other light fixture because we're going to need, you know, a light there. So go ahead and put a different light fixture in from Home Depot or wherever. Um, so that way it's not even a question on if it's staying or going. For sure. Um, another one is window shutters. And this also goes with, you know, curtains. Blinds. And rods. Yeah. Blinds. Those are yeah. this all stay unless you are, you know, like Mariana said, if you want to exclude it, then you can take them just uh, remove them before photos. Yeah, absolutely. I think like, like you mentioned just then, um, curtains and rods, those are one of the most um, commonly mis, you know, understood uh-huh. on what's staying and what's going. Um, so yes, 
anytime. So the rod, this is where it's so funny to me, like the rod being attached to the house makes sense that it would stay. Right. But the curtains right. are also a part of that inclusion that they would also stay with the property. But it's funny to me, like we were talking about the TV mount. Right. So a TV wall mount that stays with the property, but the TV but, yeah. does not stay with the property. Yeah. So you would think the curtains wouldn't stay either. That was like right. one of the first things I learned in real estate school. And I was so caught off guard or just like surprised that I got the curtain rod that I got, or I understood why that stayed, but was always, it was just funny to me that curtains, the actual curtains stayed. Right. Yeah. So if you are attached to your curtains, cause there are some yeah. people that are very attached to their curtains or if, I feel like if they're custom fit to that link, you know, or the window link, I feel like those could be something that could stay unless you absolutely love your curtains. You definitely need to exclude your curtains if you want those and the rods sure. as well. Um, and then garage door openers. I have, yes, those stay. And I had a recently a seller, they took the garage or one of the garage door openers, the seller's disclosure had two listed on the two remotes on the, but they had two remotes that were going to stay with the property. The seller accidentally took one of them and realized it later and just went ahead and installed it with their new house. And they did a lease back and the new buyers uh, took that amount out of their deposit, you know, the lease back deposit because he didn't leave the second remote. Yeah. That, well, so, that's, that's, so did y'all yeah. reference the the two remotes from the seller's disclosure? Is that what you said? Those buyers did. Yeah. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. actually that happened to me as well. I didn't ever, ever really think that that seller's disclosure, how important it was that if you write yeah. two re garage remotes, like you better have two garage remotes yep. to give to the seller or to the buyer upon you know, sure. closing. So, and so that happened when we moved into our new house, like we were short either a gate remote or a garage remote. I didn't even think anything of it. I was just like, Oh, I'll just go buy one from Amazon. I didn't like go back to the seller's disclosure and be like, Oh, you didn't leave two remotes, but oh, I've had buyers do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I was representing the seller on this other one, but that buyer was adamant about having the one that came with the garage, like, I offered to send him these ones that I had and the buyer was like, no, like oh, I, yeah. I thought it was kind of silly, but he was per the contract. Yeah. Um, you know, he needed those two remotes. So, yeah, no, I've had a buyer come back. I've had a buyer definitely come back to me and tell me, Hey, there's supposed to be two garage remotes. And there was only one when the seller left. Well, she couldn't end up, she ended up not being able to find the second remote. So she's like, well, I don't have it. And I was like, well, you put in the seller's disclosure that you have two. So I ended up having to go buy a universal garage remote because the seller and buyer were like arguing about it. And I was like, look, I will buy the $20 remote. Like done. Yeah, <laughs> so for sure. I've definitely had to do that. And then the other item I've had to buy before, and this was more like my mistake, is a refrigerator. So we talked about like getting a non-realty addendum signed. I've had um, a case where we were negotiating a contract and part of the contract was that the refrigerator was going to stay. Well, I made the mistake of moving forward with the execution of the contract without getting that non-realty addendum signed by the seller. Like they just hadn't signed it yet. And I was like, okay, I'll just get it at a later time. Well, then two weeks into us being under contract, I said, hey, you know what? I still haven't gotten the signed non-realty addendum. They're like, oh, the seller changed their mind or like the wife no longer wants to give the re re refrigerator. Like the husband said yes, but the wife didn't. 
I was like, you're kidding me. Like that was part of the negotiations right at the very beginning. So because of all that, I ended up buying my buyers a fridge because I I should have made sure I got that one document signed. I mean, that was definitely, you know, my mistake. And I was taking the agent's word by it um, from it. So definitely was a, was a mistake. Well, you made it right. It happened. For sure. Yeah. Um, so then the very last thing that's going to stay, um, with the property is going to be shrubbery and la- landscaping. Like you and I already talked about that yeah. would also stay. So, so kind of some tips for you guys really quick, um, on sellers. If there are any items that you want to exclude, like we've talked about, make sure you're excluding them from the sell of the contract. There's literally an item on the contract, a whole line item of what's going to be excluded and what does not stay with the property. And then buyers, if you do see something that you want to, to keep or it's going to be a big deal that it stays with the property, uh, make sure that you are getting um, a non-realty items addendum sign. Um, make sure the agent's signing that at the time of execution. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because that is going to be what's going to make it now contractually obligated for the sellers to leave those items. So I think that's a huge um, part of the contract. Definitely. Yeah. So that is what stays and what goes. And I think we can all agree that a lot of this comes with exceptions and it doesn't hurt to over disclose or over communicate what's staying, what's going. Um, I know through final walkthroughs, I know a lot of times if my sellers like or buyers fall in love with like the curtains, I'm going to make sure that we have that in writing right. or we just confirm like, hey, just so the sellers know, because you can't you shouldn't just assume that the other agent you know, told the their seller that, hey, just, you know, the curtains need to stay. Definitely. Like, don't assume that they know that. You need to make sure that you're verifying that with them. Yeah. So, so on one of mine, we, uh, the seller had a ring doorbell. Oh, yeah. They had a ring doorbell and um, we showed up for the walkthrough. We had closing right after and the ring was, the ring doorbell was gone. So we, I called the agent. She was like, oh my gosh, he didn't know it was supposed to say blah, blah, blah. So, he actually, it wasn't the one that was secured to the door wasn't even working. So he ended up going to buy a new one. So my buyer got a brand new ring doorbell, but yeah. Yeah. So ring doorbells would also stay for yeah. sure. House. So definitely. All right, y'all. Well, that is this week's episode of Moving with Millennials on what's staying, what's going. If you have any questions for us or you have any stories on similar to what this topic is about, let us know. We'd love to hear more. Otherwise, yes. we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. See you all next week. Bye.